This episode of Long Story Short is brought to you by V8. V8 is a great, great snack to have between meals. It's only 30 calories. V8 has one full serving of vegetables in every five and a half ounce can with no added sugar. It's also got electrolytes that really help rehydrate. And we all know how important it is for your skin to be hydrated. It's high in potassium. It has as much potassium as a small banana. It's a great body recover post-exercise because it has electrolytes for hydration. I should have had a V8. And now here's the newest episode. Iconic makeup artist, beauty industry revolutionary, entrepreneur. Bobby Brown is all these things and so much more. Throughout her career, she has crossed paths with some of the most accomplished people at the top of their field. These conversations are a look into their inspiring lives because everyone has a story. This is Long Story Short with Bobby Brown. I first met Michael Strahan many years ago when he was on the Giants. He played for 14 years, and being in Montclair, we got to know each other, we got to be friends, and what really amazes me about Michael Strahan is what he's done since he's left the Giants. He has absolutely, you know, turned himself into a household name, first as a host of Kelly and Michael, and then Good Morning America. He also is an analyst on Fox talking about football. He's an entrepreneur. He is a Hall of Famer, and, and the guy just doesn't stop. And what I love about Michael most of all, he is the most positive, happy, upbeat guy. There is no end to what Michael Strahan is going to do. Please welcome my buddy, Michael Strahan. Well, your publicist is supposed to be in the room. <laughs> right? Did you hear that one? I said your publicist should be in the room. Yeah, Anyways, well, I, you know what? I don't okay. listen to them anyway. <laughs> I was away with some of the Montclair Mafia, as I call them, you know, Don Garber, Don oh, Katz, yeah. and I told them I was interviewing you, and they said, could you ask him how he transitioned his body so well? Because, no, 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 because a lot of football players leave what they're opposite. doing. No, but they they leave what they're doing. It's true. Yeah. So what did you do when you left football to... to you guys, we, we should have been filming 10 minutes ago. Yeah, we had so oh, much yeah. good content. Uh, I always. Waste. Oh, good. Shoo. Anybody else want to clap? <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Since when I, when I retired, I just decided to kind of put down the fork mm -hmm. and not put it down like I don't eat, but I just decided that I can't eat the same way I used to eat. I mean, I can't have all the pastas and like carb load when I have no way to, to lose the energy. So now I just I watch what I eat and I work out. And it's been, it hasn't been as big of a, of a, um, it hasn't been that as tough on me as I expected it to be. But I see a lot of guys and when they retire, they just say, Hey, I'm going to eat and do whatever I want. And it shows. And when you're on TV, yeah, you I can't, I don't want my peers looking at me going, mm, boy, it looks like he gave up. Yeah. No, it's, it's especially at my age and my little body. I have to be very, very careful. But with, you, you look great. You haven't changed. I, you, yeah. have not, you haven't changed. I'm 61. I really? am, and I haven't shot one thing into my face. See, thank goodness. I might you know be what? what? Lines are First fine. All, Aren't my lines nice? Lines are fine, yeah. and and I everyone starts to look the same. Right. Yeah. I, it blows my mind. Everybody yeah. starts to look the oh. same. I'm like, you guys don't oh. see this, right? Well, we just have to keep the positive messages going for everybody. Yes. So, um, are you giving up carbs? 
I I am that you saw that whole thing. Yeah. Huh? So yeah. Tell tell me what happened because it was really it happened very quickly. Okay. Yesterday <laughs> I I just started getting all I started getting a lot of messages from my friends and they go you gotta go on Instagram you gotta check out J Lo and A Rod on Instagram and I'm like okay so I look it up. Are they your buds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're friends. Yeah. I've known them a long time and so but I didn't like what he did to me. Because they're on some 10-day, no-carb, no-sugar diet, and they started to announce people they wanted to join with them. So each one of them named three people, and he names me. Uh-huh. I'm like, because you're miserable, dude. Don't try to blame me and uh-huh. bring me into your misery. But I I agreed to do it. Okay. So I'm going to do it, but I'm not starting until Monday. Okay. I got some secrets for you because I eat non-carb bread. Really? I eat non-carb chocolate, like sweet. I'm a. I went back to school and I got that my. Sound, that doesn't sound. No, no, no. I went back to school and got my degree as a health coach. So I have kind of transitioned some of the things I'm doing. Um. Anyways, What's I. What's a uh, non-carb bread? It's or made chocolate? of almond flour and coconut flour. When you toast it and put a little butter on it. It's really good. So and, you got to disguise it. Yeah. No, not really. I actually don't mind the taste because I don't. I don't really eat that much bread anymore. And Lily's is a chocolate company, mm-hmm. sweetened with stevia. No sugar, delicious. Just okay. saying. Okay, right. so, yeah. But I, I don't think I'm going to have a problem doing it because I eat pretty clean now. Yeah. But I do like gummy bears. And yeah. sometimes at night I'm like, I just need a little little something, something. You know, something to wet the palate. Yeah. Steve, that's what I'm going to yeah. be get, get in trouble well, with. Well, it's only 10 days. But I'm going to start on Monday. Okay. Because, and, and, and I was, I saw something the other day in Shake Shack. Uh-huh. They literally have these truffle fries and like truffle burger thing, and I couldn't. I haven't been able to get to it all week, uh, so I'm going to get okay. to it this weekend. I may go twice, yeah, because Monday I'm shutting <laughs> yeah, off. But I'm like, I can't start, yeah, because the burger's unlimited time only. It's like going to end on Monday. Have you ever done no carbs? It's actually not yeah. hard. It's not hard. I don't miss bread. Yeah, like I don't eat bread. Right. Or yeah. crackers and, and vodka all that has stuff. no carbs. Do you drink? Um, no tequila. Tequila is no yeah, carbs. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, what I love. What kind of tequila do you like? Oh, I love um, Don Julio seventy, uh-huh. um, Casamigos, uh, nineteen forty-two Don Julio on yeah. the rocks with the lime. Yeah. So okay, I don't, that's I don't how need I do the it. sugar. How many? How many is uh, your normal? I'm a big guy, Bobby. I know. No, no, no. Because I can't just have one. I have two, three. I dance on the table. But oh, we got to go out. Oh, you've never seen a Jewish woman dance, have you? Oh, I have. I've watched mm-hmm. Seinfeld Elaine. Okay. Remember that? Oh, my! So my kids call me. <laughs> I danced on stage with Flo Rida once, and Dylan, oh. and they all called me. And they're like, "Mom, Elaine." Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it was. It's all over YouTube. But <laughs> but, but we're not here. To, we're here to talk about you because no, you're fascinating. You. I, like, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta see you dance. But I do <laughs> like my tequila. Yeah. We have okay. to have two or three yeah. or four or more okay. together right. and put on some music. All right, cool. Um, have you ever been to Baker's Bay? I have. Okay, well, we're not going to talk about that now, but okay. Um, <laughs> You're a legend. Yes, I'm a legend. So the question I have, only because I know this, so mm-hmm. it's really not a question, is that you got into fitness from Jane Fonda. Yeah. Is that true? Very true. Yeah. I was 13. I was called Bob by my brothers and, and their friends, and I thought it was a cool nickname because I was the youngest of six, and I'm just running around and calling me Bob, and I am I feel like I fit in because I'm cool. You know, I'm cool. I'm young. I got all these older, older guys. And then one of them, they were climbing over a fence, and I was kind of having a little trouble getting over the fence. And they said, well, you know, call you Bob for And I'm like, what? Booty on back. Because uh-huh. so, you were a little chubby. Yeah. and that's where you can, Or you can just say big old booty. Yeah. Uh, I, I call myself big boned. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was a healthy kid. <laughs> and you were in Germany at the time. And I was in Germany at the time. But when I heard that, man, I like, 
went home, cried myself to sleep, and somehow found Jane Fonda. Not her personally. Not her personally, but her VHS tapes, which for kids out there, VHS tapes, <laughs> these big square things you have to put into this big machine, and they spit out images that aren't very clear. But I found the VHS tapes and started doing all the butt lift stuff <laughs> because she was like synonymous with yeah, getting it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Jane Fonda. And I started doing that, and my father saw me after months, and he started working out with me. And I bought the Herschel Walker workout book, ah. push-ups and sit-ups and all that stuff. So have, it just, that's how I got my start, yeah. Jane Fonda. And have have you put out a fitness book? No, I haven't. You haven't entered the fitness? I have not. Because, man, you, I had to have one of my interns write every little thing down because oh there's, you have done so much, Michael Strahan. Like, it's just unbelievable. I don't know. First of all, I don't know how you do it, how you have the energy, how you get on the planes and go do Fox and come back to GMA and have your tequila at night. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how you physically do it. Could you, you, I, as long as the plane can fly, then I can be anywhere I need to be when I need to be there. But I have a great jobs. So I don't have a job that I get to and I don't like. So if I had one that I did not like and didn't like the people I have to be around, I just don't think I could do it. Then then the schedule would probably get to me. And and when I'm done and retired and however long that is, I know I'm going to look back and go, you were pretty insane. But you have to be on. Like, you're on now. You're on probably with your team a little bit. I mean, you can't really be yourself. No, they're over there shaking yeah. their head oh, like, are. no, you know, he, oh, yeah. he's, he's <laughs> okay. his self. Yeah. I, and, and I try to be myself all the right. time. Yeah. So what you see is kind of what I am and what you get. I don't try to hide it or disguise it. I probably have to pull out a few curse words right. and um, some stuff like that. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. I kind of am what I am. Yeah, because people always say, do you really know him? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, they ask is me to he say, like, tell me yeah. the same thing about yeah. you. Is he? I'm like, that's exactly what he's like. Yeah, 100%. it's too difficult to yeah. be something else for me. Yeah, but I know you know we we I'm sure we both know a lot of people who are great at disguising yeah. who they are than what they are seen as in public. But I'm kind of what I what I do as a job is not who I am as a person, but what I do as a job I'm able to be myself. And and it, so w what you see is kind of what you get with me, and I, and I like that. It makes my jobs easier. I can just show up and have fun. And walk out and move on to the next one. And how many years did you play football? Fifteen. Fifteen years. And you walked away how many years ago? Eleven. Eleven. So the last 11 years of Michael Strahan's life, you have landed the top job in TV. I mean, unless you want to do the news. I don't know. Yeah, like, right. you know, yeah, I guess there's one more you can do or be the no, president. I'm good. Okay. But and and all these other things that I that we will get to and talk about. How does that happen? Constance. I, Bobby, I don't know. Constance. <laughs> Your partnership with Constance. Constance Swartz yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is amazing. And I think being with Constance definitely has helped me. And mm -hmm. I can't imagine, and I know for a fact, without Constance, I don't have all these things that are going on because I, um, I, when I retired, I, of course, doing football, everyone thinks you're going to talk about sports when you're a guy who plays sports, who can right. who people like. Okay. And that was a natural thing for me to do. And then I tried a sitcom on Fox that lasted one season, 12 episodes. Oh, and I don't that, remember that one. Which no, one was that? called Brothers. Yeah, Brothers. that's why. Okay. You didn't watch it either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the publicist's fault, yeah, not you. Yeah, no, no, not yeah, enough not people him. watched it. He yeah. didn't even know it existed. <laughs> but right. it was a great learning yeah. experience because I, I enjoy acting in some mm -hmm. ways. Yeah. 
but I don't enjoy going to um, you know audition and do right. all those things. I I found that to be one of the most uncomfortable things for me. So it let me know, you know, maybe that's not my path. But when I was on the show and I I, I came on to do live at the guest host one time and Regis was on vacation. And I'd only been on the show once before as a as a walkout guest and it was a year or so before. And after I finished that one show, Constance says to me, This is what you're gonna do. Huh. This is what you're meant to do. And I'm like, Really? And she's like, Yeah, this is what we're gonna do. And somehow through just that manifesting it and and thinking about it, it actually came true. Yeah, and a few phone calls and meetings and all yeah, that a few kind of phone stuff. calls, yeah. a few meetings. Yeah. And and when I yeah. went on live that one time, um, the first time I was ever on, I was just retiring from football, and Regis asked me, "What are you going to do now that you're retired?" And I was, "Well, you know, I'm on a show right now. Maybe <laughs> retired soon. Uh-huh. It'll be Kelly and Michael, Michael and Kelly." Uh huh. And then a year or so later, I'm sitting at that desk and I walk out and I'm going, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. This is careful real. What you wi- careful what you wish for. Careful what you wish for. But it was a great, I mean, it's a great experience. I, I learned so much there that has helped me in every aspect of everything that I do. You know, what I learned at Fox, sitting at that desk with four other dudes talking about football or five guys, it was. It, that was amazing because the exercise in sharing, like I may have and doing live TV and kind of being on top of it and listening and paying attention because we don't know what each other's going to talk about. Right. So they may say, Michael, you're going last in this talk about the Giants or the Cowboys or whatever it may be. I have all these points that I wrote down, four or five great points, and I think I'm a genius. Yeah. But by the time they get to me, uh, we Jerry all, and Jimmy right? have set them all. Yeah. And after talking and I'm looking on TV and I'm, you know, I see we're all on the camera shot and, <laughs> and I'm in my mind going, okay, there's one. Oh boy, and there's two. Somebody please save me something. Uh, you know? <laughs> and then they get to you and you have nothing. They've said every point that you had. Well, you could say that. They said it all. And they I've done my, that. Yeah, those are my points. It's like that my natural reaction is, well, they, whatever they said, ditto. Well, it, or something like that. But it teaches you. To um, improvise, which yeah. really helps me now. Well, I once on live TV, I was on some, you know, it was Maria Bartiromo on some mm-hmm. one of her shows. And it was supposed to be me talking about being an entrepreneur. And I don't know who, the, who was on before, but she started the segment live. And she says, so, Bobby, what do you think of the crude oil prices? And I saw my publicist going, Ugh. I don't know what crude oil was. And I was like, oh, well, you know, whenever times are tough, people buy more lipsticks. And my, my team went, oh, because you have to think quick. You know, because I had no idea what crude oil. Yeah. Uh, do you know what crude oil is? Um, that's when they pump Something. it out the ground and put it in the barrel. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Well, I didn't know that I was going to do. And I said to myself, but in why? My head, why is she asking you about crude oil? That's I've been asking that question to her ever since. <laughs> like, really? Because that's what was on her mind. I'm like, well, you know, okay. But it's that type of stuff, and and you know, I mean, we've been friends a long time, and and I got to say, you you've always been the same person. Mm. So and and. What you see on TV right. is what you get, right. and you're, you're you're quick, you're smart. That's why you're successful. And I think when it comes to people who've been successful in whatever the different fields, or even if in the same field, there's not really anything that separates. Right. It. You know, it's a certain amount of drive, and there's some luck involved. There's luck, but there's also I think there's a gift just being like being able to be organic, yeah. like just being yourself. You know, we also were lucky enough to hang with Yogi Berra in, yeah. in Montclair, oh, and you know, talk about having a role model yeah. because you can't walk anywhere. Like I walk places no one knows who I am. You know, you're 
you're so recognizable. You're so tall. You clearly look like you know you got shoulders from this. With the gap in my teeth. Yeah, right? and the gap in your teeth. You know, know you're not Lauren Hutton. Smile. I knew it's yeah. you. Yeah, but but you can't hide. But but you know, and you have to be nice to everybody. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> no, you do. In public, you do. And this, you know what? I I try my best. Yeah. I try my best to respect people. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you got to respect your yourself, right. and you got to respect your time. So if I and by 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 the way of meaning respecting people, if I'm having a conversation with you, right, and someone walks up and just interrupts us, uh-huh. I would kindly say, "Give me a moment. I'm in yeah. the middle of a conversation." And I wouldn't interrupt, wouldn't want them right. to interrupt yeah. me and you. So, right. you know, like that. I've learned that if I don't respect my time, respect my space, and know when I need a break from all of that, then no one else ever will. Because people want what they want when they want it. But how do you handle those moments where you're there and everybody around you wants a picture? And what if you don't have one of your team with you to say, oh, no, I'm, Michael's got to go? I'm cool. You it are? depends on it. You know what? I take and walk. Give me your phone. I'll take your phone. I'll do the selfie because I got the long selfie arm built onto my body. And I'll walk and I'll take the selfie and I'll keep moving. I don't stop right. in one spot. Right. Stop okay. in one spot. All you right. are trapped. Remember that, Michelle? Okay. So yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah, keep it That's moving. a key. Yeah. You, you stop, you're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, Yogi was amazing. Yogi drove me to my 30th birthday <gasps> party. Wow. He he, get, he gave me a call and tried, he tricked me into going. He, uh-huh. he told me I had to speak to some kids at his uh-huh. museum. And I get in the car with him, and now I see his daughter. She's like, you actually let him drive you? Uh, I was like, I wish I'd known that uh, at the time. But, yeah, amazing man, just a sweetheart. Yeah. Sweetheart yeah. of a guy. Yeah, yep. And it reminds me, you once picked me up in one of your Rolls's or one of those fancy cars because you. I think I must have asked you to in, in, to uh, introduce me at some award I was getting. Mm-hmm. Of course you said yes, and you picked me up in your car. And I'll never get... I drove into New York in this like cool car with Michael Strahan. I'm sorry, it was the coolest <laughs> night. It was so cool. Did I'm you just know sorry so I didn't take funny. a picture. I still you get excited that, about stuff. But I'm like, I'm driving to the city oh, yeah. with Bobby you Brown. I mean, that's how I'm doing. You always it. say that. No, I just I appreciate all those weird moments. Like how many pinch you pinch me moments have you had? Oh, all the time. Like who was your biggest pinch me moment? My biggest pinch me moment probably had it, it was like it was like a, a movie script. Yeah, I was I was doing some magazine article for one of these big publications, and I had to meet the author at um, the writer at the the Regency Hotel, mm-hmm. and you know at the breakfast for right. breakfast. And I walk. I'm at. I meet the writer right outside the restaurant. I'm standing there, and who's walking out when I'm walking in? George Clooney. Uh-huh. Like at that time, I right. never met George Clooney. Yeah. Did not know. I knew who he was. And George Clooney in front of this writer goes, "Hey, Michael, how you doing?" Aww. And you know, I'm like, "Hey, George, how you doing, man?" You know, and we have a little banter, and we go sit down. The writer goes, "Oh, I didn't know you knew George." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, George and I we kick it all <laughs> the time." Inside, I go, "Oh my God, that was George Clooney, and he knew my name." It's so funny. He's one of the few celebrities that I. I he walked by me in Telluride once, uh-huh. and I was. I was gum. I couldn't even speak. Yeah, he's got such presence. What a! But you know, uh. since then I've had a chance to, to to spend some time with him, and and he's he's a cool guy. Yeah. Like, and he's one of these guys. Kind of what you see is what yeah. you get. Right. And it was always that was always like a big pinch me moment, and it was it was literally like out of a movie. Yeah. In front of this writer that that happened, and it ended up in the article. And I was, you know, uh, I was playing it cool, uh. like yeah, you know, that happens <laughs> all the time when uh. I walk down the street. But that in 
I'm just amazed that people even know who the heck I am. Still, to this Still day. Still to this day. To this day. That's to this so day. humble and bizarre at the same time. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's weird. You're on morning TV, number one. I know. And the thing is, when I'm one-on-one and I'm talking with somebody, like this morning, it was Matthew McConaughey, who I've known for a while now, but even, you're still sitting there like, dude, Matthew McConaughey. And you're talking, you're just having a normal conversation behind the scenes without the cameras. Yeah. And then Victoria Beckham was another one. And talking to Victoria Beckham, and I've never met her. I've seen her a few times. and met David a few times. But it it's surreal because as I'm talking, I'm very comfortable talking to you. But then there's always this little... Kid, little kid on the, the little Michael Strand, little yeah. Bob, little, yeah, little big old Bob. booty kid, yeah. who's who's over my shoulder going, "Can you believe this? Aww. It's it's the most amazing thing. It's the most amazing life I've yeah. had. I gotta say, yeah, I don't th- I don't think people realize this. Well, people know? think that because you do it all the time or every day, and you're on TV and you you talk to certain people that you're not um, affected by it or you're not nervous or or you know it's just natural. I think we're all human beings, and yeah. even for them, when they're on live TV, a lot of a lot of them are like, oh my gosh, it's live TV, and when you talk to them behind the scenes, they're more nervous than you are. But when you're on camera every day, my job is to make you feel comfortable, and I want you to know that you're talking to somebody who respects you, who's not who's not trying to make, even if it's an uncomfortable situation for somebody, I'm not trying to make a moment for myself right. off of your pain. Right. And I think it's important for people to understand that when I'm with them, I'm here with you. I'm right. not here to take advantage of but you. But so, so many journalists, and I'll, I mean, I'm a journalist, you're a journalist, mm-hmm. they want that moment where like page six picks it up. Yeah. Did you hear what they said? But see, I've been in yeah. page six and on, oh. on, on all ends of it. Yes, I remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I've been on the front yeah. cover, been right. back yes, cover. I, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't even think about that. I'm, I'm, I treat people and I think of people as a human being before I even think about their occupation because we all aren't truly what, what we do is what we do. That's not who we are, the person. And, and that's the important thing about to, in my head that I keep thinking. And it just, you know, about just being a human being. Yeah. yeah. Well, your parents did a good job. Thank you. I'll let them yeah. know. Yeah. How's your family? Fantastic. Yeah. You know, my dad is, um, he'll be 82. Wow. My mom just turned 78 uh, last week. And uh, yeah, they're doing great. And, and my kids are fantastic. Oh, All yeah, four of them are, are so beautiful. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. man. Yeah. I mean, they're getting to 14. Oh. Twin girls, Bobby, life ain't oh, yeah. easy. And, and how about the other kids? How old are they? 27 and wow. 25. Wow. And my oldest, she works for us out in LA. Uh huh. And, and uh, she graduated from FITM as a visual merchandising mm-hmm. uh, major. So she works for us in LA. My son, he's graduated his, uh, his second degree. Oh, wow. University of Texas, San Antonio. Oh, cool. And in the spring, then he's got to get a job. Because two degrees on me, three is on you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna be a career student, so you got to get off daddy scholarship at oh, some point. Okay. So, but but he's a great kid. They all are great kids, and literally to the point where I have to say, do you need anything? Right. Like they're not, Dad. We want. They don't trade off the name. They don't yeah. expect. And it's it's the best thing because I feel like they something was done right mm-hmm. to raise them. Yeah. No, I feel I feel the same about my kids. So you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. okay? So there's a whole list of your, you know, adjectives. So tell me about some of the things that you're working on now, what you're really excited about. Man. Okay. There's a, there's a big list. I know. There's, um, there's a production company. Mm-hmm. So we have our production company where we produce 
$100,000 pyramid, Joker's Wild with Snoop. Um, How's Snoop? Snoop. How is Snoop? Yeah. You know Snoop. Don't I don't you? know Snoop. You don't know Snoop? No, I asked oh, Martha God. if I could be on the show. I don't even know if they're still doing it. They're doing it. I'm, I am gonna. I think in March. Okay. Matter of fact, you and yeah. I should do oh. the show together in I, March. Okay. Let's yeah. go. Because Snoop is awesome. Write Snoop. that down. Write that down. Yes, write it down. Okay. I think Martin, Drew, <laughs> Drew, you have the schedule. So, um, but Snoop is, is unbelievable. He's such a cool. Yeah. You're talking about cool and and smart. And when I did that sitcom that lasted for one year, we actually brought him in to play my cousin, who was a um a lawyer. But he got his law degree <laughs> in prison, actually. Uh-huh. But he, I like that. <laughs> but he would come in every morning, and he's Snoop Dogg. So how do you think he came in yeah, every morning? right. Yeah. But he never, ever once messed up a line. Never. And and I would say, well, you know, you want breakfast? You're hungry? He goes, yeah, I already had breakfast. I said, what do you have? He goes, Wheaties, <laughs> the breakfast of champions. I'm like, okay, if it's working for you, that works for me. Well, he has a brand now, right? Doesn't he have a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has his own own um, line of stuff. Right. But, so we do that with Snoop, and it's a, and it's a lot of fun. And we just, that just premiered last night, actually, was the first episode of Joker's Wild on TNT. And we do, you know, Pyramid. We start shooting that in April. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have going? We got a lot of different and productions and, and things. And you're we doing just, the we thing just, with Tom Brady? Yeah, Tom Brady, Religion of Sports, which myself, Tom Brady, and Gotham Chopra, Deepak's mm-hmm. son. Uh-huh. We created this Religion of Sports, which digs deeper into the, the how, what sports really mean to people. And we think of here football, basketball, baseball, but we generally don't cover those sports. We cover some of the out-of-the-way stories and sports that, that transcend the sport itself. It's about the religious and the deeper connection to it and why it means so much to people. And some of the stories we've uncovered are just absolutely amazing and, and mind-blowing. And, and some will make you cry. Some will make you laugh. Yeah, We do everything from these fathers who root for opposite soccer teams, but after their one time they play each other and during the season, the fathers climb this hill together and they talk because they both lost their children. You know, and they have that bond, even though they're on opposite ends in one way. The prison baseball team, um, fencing. I mean, we we cover all these different um, sports. And where could people watch it? Um, Direct TV, Direct Audience TV. Network, Direct TV. But we we we're building that business out to be more of a content type business. Uh-huh. So we did Tom versus Time for Facebook, mm-hmm. which was a big hit, following around Tom Brady to see what. He's battling because at 40, now 40, 41, playing professional football is kind of crazy in my opinion. But what drives him and the access that he gave us to his family and just his thoughts was really amazing. And so that, we're building out, we did the Kobe doc. We did uh, Victor Cruz doc. Hmm. So all these different things. The company's been doing really well. And, um, yeah, religion and sports has been a lot of fun, really a lot of fun. Then we management company. We managed Wiz Khalifa. Deion Sanders, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Kurt Menefee at Fox, Aaron Andrews from Dancing with the Stars and also from Fox. So we do that. We have a clothing company. Yeah, tell me about the clothes. Clothing company, we started out three years ago with Collection, which is uh, suit, tie, belt, cuff length, more of the formal side of things, <laughs> things that I wear every day. So everything that we do is organic to my life. So Can you wear regular-sized clothes, or do you have to go to the big boys' department? No, you know what, now... I can wear, like, I can get lucky sometimes. Yeah. Certain designers will make things that a double XL will fit. 
But for the most part, I just got to wear my own stuff because I know it fits. Because Cody, my second son, who's a strength and conditioning coach who has these thighs you can't imagine, he has such a terrible time oh, wearing jeans. It's hard. You know? I got to send yeah. him some. Yeah, I mean, he likes the narrow hip cool oh, jeans. Yeah, he Are got, yours narrow he hip cool? Be all, the, the slim fit. Yeah. yeah slim but, fit for big fit. Yeah, but sometimes you got to be careful about yeah. it because your son may look like he's walking around with tights on. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. The he got on but, leggings. Right. Like a big guy. Oh, no, big he's, got a, he's, got got a good, he's got a cool older girlfriend. He's got to look really good. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Five years older. Oh. Yeah. Four years older. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Exactly. No, but you, but in your, if I don't know how involved you are in your clothing company. I'm very involved. There, There is not, there is not one suit. One um so collection is like suits, ties, cufflinks, belts. I touch everything. There's nothing that gets made without me saying I like the fabric, I like the touch, I, I like the the um how it looks, the style. Nothing gets done without me looking at it. I don't care if it's a belt buckle, nothing, a cufflink. Look at every one because of them. everyone has different bodies and different fits. I'm on the other spectrum. Both me and uh, my my friend here, who actually came in to meet you so she works oh, awesome. she's my newest youngest employee oh yes. awesome. okay yeah right. i don't want to embarrass her but um too late yeah but she's you know she's even a little shorter than i am right i'm five foot oh, but she's tough as nails she's tough as well, nails. See, yeah i mean you know but what? no one does but no one thinks about us when they do clothes so even if you shorten like you, you got to custom tight make jeans. your stuff yeah but how do you wear tight jeans then you shorten them and then it they're not tight anymore but it's kind of like um like certain cars like a big guy can't get into a car and i'm like i should just that, that's like discrimination yeah <laughs> discriminate for me riding in this car wearing these clothes but uh, we we do yeah. we do we okay. big, we do big and tall though we okay, do big and do. tall but we also do you know most of it our business is just regular normal size i want to send cody some yeah. some pants and see if yeah. they fit and if he likes them yeah but I touch everything. I'm involved with everything. And then we do athleisure, which I know he would love that, being a strength and conditioning coach. And the athleisure stuff, the same way. You know what I learned from doing that sitcom? The best lesson. My first time doing TV, didn't know much. I didn't know anything. And so I listened to everybody else. And you know from business, I'm like, no, because I'm, I'm, I had a feeling about certain things. And I'm like, well, maybe I don't know enough that this – shouldn't be like this but they seem to know but at the end of the day my name's on it and so when it goes it fails and it's like oh michael's show failed it wasn't oh this guy who made a decision or that guy so from then on i decided if i'm gonna do something i'm involved because had you're involved the show and failed, you're in charge yes. there's a difference yes yes it had the show failed and i was involved and in charge then i could have said hey we did our best or i did what i felt was right but when the show fails and i realized that i didn't do that then I get bothered by it because I can accept failure if I really know I put everything into it. I can't accept it if I know that I wasn't completely involved. And they probably think I'm crazy because I go to meetings that I don't necessarily have to go to. I do things I don't necessarily have to do or be at. Because you, you can't be successful unless you're a detail person. Exactly. You can't. And I used to, I'm not with the company anymore mm -hmm. that I founded and sold because I was into all the details. Yeah, I really believe in the details. I am I am so detail oriented, and I I always take an outside in approach. We were just over at at set before I came over here for GMA um, Day. We're changing it up, so the show's going to be called Straight Hand and Sarah. And we the whole sets changed the look. We moved everything around. It became its own show, and 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 outside of like the GMA necessarily the GMA look, mm -hmm. which is a big big cool. big step. Yeah. But even sitting in there today, just kind of getting a feel, 
And in my head, I'm saying, okay, if somebody's sitting here, what camera angles open up? If somebody over here has a, it to me, it's just a natural thing. And I didn't realize I knew so much about production until I'm in it and doing the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. I'm there behind the podium. Something is happening. Then I realized it immediately where to pick up from what happened here. That question, this needs to happen. And I don't know if it's because of sports, but when you're on the football field and you got all these guys running around, yeah, you better. You're going to get your head knocked off. This 350-pound guy is not your friend. You better see him coming. Yeah, but that's really, I think all successful entrepreneurs have that, that you could see everything that's going on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, which is why it gets frustrating sometimes if you're not in control. Yeah. What else do you want to do that you haven't done? What else do I want to do that I haven't done? Retire, Bobby. You do not want to retire. Yes. No, I you do. don't. One day. Uh huh. No, because then you'll do something else. Well, you know, everything I do now, I feel like I prove people wrong. Uh huh. Or not that I prove them wrong, that I kind of prove that I could do it right. because people don't think you can do it. Right. They think you're just a football player or, you know, and okay, I've kind of proven that I can do other things outside of, of sports and football. I love doing business. I, I love the production company and, and being creative, and I and, and I love the management company and the clothing. Absolutely love that as well. But the one thing that people think I can't do now is retire. And not going to do it anytime soon because my team's looking at me like, you better not do that anytime now, soon. What does retirement look like for Michael Strahan? It doesn't mean do nothing. Okay. because I have to do something. Yeah. But retirement for me means like maybe two jobs instead right. of ten. Maybe. Maybe three or four instead of ten. But the way I look at it is I am doing new businesses. I'm Mm -hmm. about to announce a bunch of new things, and I've got to be able to do it wherever I am. So my husband likes to travel. He wants me on the airplane on Thursday. We come back on Monday. Mm -hmm. I work on Thursday, Friday, Saturday if I have to, you know, even if it's just an hour, or, like, answering, you know, some emails. But, see, that's my thing. I, like... I get so many emails every day, and I cannot go to bed until my phone is zero on the text, zero mine on the emails mine too. when I, I don't put get them down. Issue. Yeah. Now, when I wake up, yeah. it's not going to be zero zero. But I don't look at it in the middle of the in the middle of the night anymore. But do you have someone? I'm sure with this team that you literally could forward an email, and either they will answer it or remind you or something, because you can't answer every single email, or you'll never get to bed. I answer you every do. single email. Oh no, I forward, and then I make her. I'm, I'm so old fashioned that I make her print out the emails the next day so I could remember <laughs> what has to be said. Because I'm so worried about not answering someone back. I answer everybody back, and if it's something I can't get through, yeah. get to that like during the day, I'll make sure I, I'll mark it as unread, and but then I'll always finish it at the end of the night. And if it's something I need to be reminded of, I will forward it to Drew and say, "Remind me to do this tomorrow." But then I'll still answer that person, but she'll remind me I have to, I have to do something for them or whatever it may be the next day. But I don't know. I I, I kind of like the hustle and bustle. But one, and, and I just can't do nothing. But I just know one day I don't want to do as much. Well, you'll just do it. You'll do it differently, and you'll do it your way. That's just. It's not retirement. There's got to be another word. This is what. And it I don't want to say transitioning because that means too many things. But there's some <laughs> other word well, that ain't happening for yeah. me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> transitioning to another phase to another, of right, business. But that's, right, but there's, we've, that's why we've got to come up with a word that means, because when people say, Bobby, how's retirement going? I'm like, I'm not retired. You're not retired. <laughs> but I yeah. could, you know what would be cool for me if I could travel, if yeah. I can be somewhere warm right now, mm-hmm. instead of up here with this big down coat on yeah. and the rain, yeah. 
Yeah. I would be happy to do whatever work I need to do. All right. Good day, L.A. You hear that? No. Yeah. There we go. But uh, the thing is, I can't. Um, I also don't want a job that I got to sit. That is one thing all the time. Yeah. I need diversity in my work or I get or I'll get bored quickly. Yes. I, there's a, a more similarities between you and I than, you know, than just living in Montclair one day. But um, I know you got to go. So I just I do. I all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh yeah, they 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 threatened. Don't, I'm just Bobby, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't let no, them get between our history. No, because we have the things we didn't talk about. We'll have to talk about over tequila. Ooh. But I always like to end the podcast for the people that are listening. If you could tell them one thing that could change the course of their life or their day, that they could listen. Wow. That oh, Michael Strahan told me to one thing. What would it be? Wow. And it's the first thing that pops in your head. It doesn't have to be the most important one. But whatever pops in your head, man. Like I, got I would, so I would much in my head, Bobby. Yeah. What's one thing? One thing. Okay. The one thing I would say is when someone gives you advice or tries to talk you out of something or in, intimidates you with the process of getting where you want to go, don't let that stop you. Do it your way. Experience for yourself, and you decide if it was worth it. Because if you don't. Somebody would truly talk you out of ever getting started on whatever your dream may be. Experience it for yourself. Excellent advice. And where could everybody find you and follow you? Um, You can follow me at at Michael Strahan on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow Collection by Michael Strahan on Instagram and on Twitter. And where can we buy it? And you can buy it at J.C. Penny, but the quality is fantastic, Woo-hoo. and the price is even better, and the fit like no other. <laughs> That's right. I said it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bobby Brown. <laughs> I love Michael Strahan. Yes. Thanks, guys. We're Thanks, We're going to work together one day. We're just too restless. That was my conversation with Michael Strahan. Talk about a guy that reinvents himself and can do anything he puts his mind to. What I love about him so much is he is so funny and he promised me that I will get to be with him on the Snoop Dogg show. So Mikey, don't forget. And that's it for this episode of Long Story Short. If you like the show, tell a friend. Also rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions for me, email them to askbobbybrown at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram at JustBobbyBrown and let me know who you'd like me to interview, anything else you want to see. Thanks for listening. This is Long Story Short with Bobby Brown, a Gallery Media Group production. 